fair tribute uh, this week, a, a, a salute, a genuine and heartfelt salute uh, to our gallant French friends. That's not something that you'll hear very often here on MWMB, but with the uh, tragedies that have uh, unfolded in Paris this week with political satirists being in literally in the firing line, uh, we did want to take one small moment this week and be you know a little serious and express uh both our support and and our regret and as this show is being recorded uh the situation in paris is actually ongoing and uh jim jim is actually looking at that right now so jim what what are you because i haven't seen it yet i've been i've been you know doing uh, stuff that i had to do for the business this morning so what are you seeing online yeah like it seems that uh, associates of the uh the men that attack the uh, publishing house have now taken hostages outside of Paris. And these are not the same two, but a different two. And they're holding hostages, threatening, uh, threatening to kill the hostages if the police arrest their buddies. So it's, yeah, it's a situation where we've poked fun at France for years, but this is a, a, serious time that we need to stand together and say that this behavior, no matter whose name you take it in, is not acceptable. I, I agree completely, you know, and, and the police officers over there that have also uh, lost their lives in the line of duty, it's 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 just a red-hot, stinking mess. It's a sad day uh, for, for civilization, and I think left, right, whatever. I'll tell you something that, you know, we've made jokes in the last couple of shows that I sometimes find it hard to maintain my liberal persona, um, because in real life I sometimes find it a little hard to maintain my liberal beliefs. <laughs> And, and and then I meet a conservative, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's why I think what I think, because as stupid as my people are, their people are even stupider. <laughs> and we'll get to it. In fact, on a lighter note later on, stick with us, folks. It's not all going to be doom and gloom. Because oh. On a lighter note, normal on, we do have a Tea Party person, but I, I'm not going to steal Jim's thunder. We'll get to that near the end of the show, so to stay with us. But my point being is that what I'm having the hardest time with this uh, Je Sweet Charlie situation uh, you know, Europe has just gone through this. This two or three days ago, there were right wing protests in in Europe against the Islamization of 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 the European Union, and we're told how xenophobic and how racist that is. And and I'm not going to argue it. It is xenophobic and it is racist. But I will admit, I will admit personally, I'm having a really hard time today. Um, you know, I'm having a really hard time today, not rapping everybody in the same cloth especially with the news that you've just told us that that now we've got additional terrorists perhaps active in in in, in paris even as we are recording this show you know it's not just the original nut jobs that shot everybody up but now they've got friends that have come out of the woodwork keeping my humanity and trying to remember that we are all you know I don't know, members of the human race or whatever warm, happy, huggy, Woodstock crap that I'm having a hard time with that today, Jim. Well, and, you know, Alex, I, I've worked several years in a, in a Muslim country, and I, unequivocally, I will say these people in Paris are not representative of any of the people I know. and They are equally as horrified uh, as what, the twisted beliefs that these people have 
and they do not support them. And it's, it's, it's with anybody, you know, I know you'll get to the tea party later, but it's with anybody. There's fringe elephant elements and, and we just have to take them and get them and deal with them hopefully before anybody gets hurt, but as they come. You're right, and and I, I did. I haven't seen it myself, but on one of the news stories I heard, I did hear this morning is apparently there's a tweet going on. One of the police, a French police officers who was killed, actually was a Muslim, um, and yeah. uh, you know, yeah. and 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 the tweet that went around was, you know, I am the French Muslim police officer. You mocked my religion, my faith, my culture, and I died defending your right to do it. So you know, I I, I do when hatred becomes a strong temptation i have to remember what you just said and i have to remember the truth of the matter which is you know which is that that police officer's actions so anyway i i think that's you know I, I don't know if you have anything else that you want to say about france i i you know this is a comedy show i don't want to be dark but jesus and honest to goodness honest to goodness uh there alex if uh, people are going to get killed for mocking other people I'm locking the door. Oh yeah, no kidding. We're we are we are totally screwed. And cue the theme music. <laughs> oh God, we sound so terrible now. <laughs> Jim, we are terrible. <laughs> we are awful. Okay, we'll just come out and say that right now. Jim and Alex are two awful, awful people, and they host a weekly podcast called MWMB, which stands for Middle-aged White Men Bitching. Up about on everything. everything. <laughs> That's right. Left, hey. right, up, down. We don't give a. We're well, speaking of Congress. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me introduce you. I'm I'm coming nominally from the left. My name is Alex Jeffries. Nominally from the left. <laughs> today, I guess. So far left, you're right now. <laughs> <laughs> Representing the Hitler Youth Party, I'm Alex oh. Jeffries. Oh, 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 God, oh, I'll forget to mention this about Nazi cows, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> Nazi. <laughs> Nazi cows? All right, that, that's that's a subject for another okay. show. <laughs> and coming to us from the Franklin Delano Roosevelt Memorial Free Cow Dairy is Jim Martell, known to us fondly here as the Hammer. Ladies and gentlemen, fasten your safety belts and welcome to MWMB for this week. Jim, how the hell are you, other than being gloomed and doomed about Paris? And this was not on our agenda, but, okay, I'm not waiting anymore. Nazi cows. <laughs> now, you know, like all good citizens, I, I get my news from the faux news stations on Comedy Central. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> John Stewart did a gig the other night where there's this breed of cows that are aggressive and attack you, and apparently they were bred by Herman Goring. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, they had photographs of Herman and, you know... <laughs> Uh, they have to start no, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, they, they, they shot the wrong guy. Anyway, they uh, yeah, apparently these, these are aggressive cats. They have to start putting them down. And so since they came from, you know, where, they're... <laughs> Isn't it bad enough we were paying Social Security to Nazis? Now we got to eat them. <laughs> Nazi cows. Oh. Hey, oh. speaking of speaking of Nazi cows, how's Congress doing? 
<laughs> you know, I hate that. Let's, hey, let's, you know, let's... I am so glad the economy is better because people know the Republicans are going to take care of it. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. The Republicans crashed the car. The Democrats went around. They opened up the hood. They looked at it for eight years, pardon me, French. And they said, maybe the battery's dead, or perhaps, I I don't know, what's this little fan thing here do? Is there oil? They did that for eight years. They looked under the hood. They were like, hmm, you know, I think your problem is that the car's not running. That's the problem. You need to get somebody to fix that. So what do we do? Eight years later, we turn around and call back in the same idiots who crashed the car in the first place. So one party can't really seem to fix it, other than it. Well, that's not true. I'll be fair to Obama. He can fix it. It's just been an incredibly slow-motion recovery. It must be one of those electric cars. Exactly. <laughs> it's a Tesla. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, wait, wait. They're, they're coming out with a new model in 2017. going to be half the price. <laughs> Only about God knows how many thousands of dollars. Half the price. Tesla automobiles, half the price. Double A batteries not included. Anyway, the... I think you can get those at Hess stations, can't you, around Christmas time? Yeah, that's the truck. Oh, by the way, Cabbage Patch Jeff, shout out to uh, Cabbage Patch Jeff. He will not be joining us with a song this week because oh. we did not give him enough notice. Um, but uh, he said... Well, he doesn't know that tomorrow's coming? I... <laughs> Yeah, is he, um, is he is he in the home now? No, he's, he's, <laughs> he's probably uh, well. He's probably not fishing. It's too probably too cold. But anyway, this is before we get too far away from it. I did not know this, and since Cabbage Patch Jeff is my own damn father, I should have. I didn't know he had a Hess truck thing. Um, so you know, anybody that wants to you know support this podcast, send Jim and I money and a Hess truck to Cabbage Patch Jeff. But anyway. <laughs> That ought to hold the little bastards. <laughs> exactly. We were talking about Congress, and, and uh, oh, there's so much stuff. I, I'm not going to spend a lot of time with this because it's a very dense and esoteric story, but I will. No, it's just too. It's, it's surreal. John Yidsty of NPR reported that on Thursday the United States House is going to debate and pass, and they did, by the way, a, a bill that'll make a change in Obamacare. It's going to raise the law's definition of full time work from 30 hours to 40 hours a week. Re- Reducing the number of workers uh, to whom employers will have to offer health insurance. Does that mean? Does that mean I got to work forty more hours a week to have a job? You don't have to do anything. You live in Canada now, you jerkwad. <laughs> <laughs> say looking better all the time but anyway sorry we built a fence oh <laughs> it's all us minnesotans trying to sneak it over the border you know um anyway gosh yeah anyway well supporters of the of the congress's move the republican congress's move are saying that they felt that they like to see less government intrusion oh surprise i've never heard that before and they say that since the law says the 30 hours means full employment right now employers are actually feeling pressure to cut hours below 30 and that hurts workers. And the people that are opposed to the move say that most Americans are already working at 40 hours a week and that most businesses are going to be able to duck paying for insurance now by cutting just one hour off of everybody's schedule. And you know, Oh, yeah, like that's going to happen. Well, it just might, you know. Oh, I, seriously. I mean, seriously. This is, the, this is what I think. It doesn't really matter what happens. The middle class is still going to end up holding a big brown bag full of steaming, flaming poop. That's Oh, yeah. 
Well, and, and and this surprises you in what way? It doesn't surprise me in any way. <laughs> it just goes back to my dilemma. Am I still a liberal? No. Yes, because the other side is even stupider than the, you know, and it's just like, oh, I, I need a new political home, Jim. Um, anyway, so that's... Is, is Ross Perot still taking donations? <laughs> now, there's a name I haven't even heard in a while. You got plans all over Washington. Oh, all right. They're plans uh, in your drawers. <laughs> All right, now, now I, maybe I'm looking at this from a, a from a experiential level, but a lot of Is that places. A nice way of saying that you're old. Yeah, there's. Uh, yeah, I'll talk about my goiter later. Uh, I can hardly wait. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Jim's goiter right after these messages. But um, but don't the overwhelming majority of employers consider full time thirty two to forty hours? Uh, sure. I'll yeah. Okay. That. So even at the 32-hour threshold, the provisions of the Affordable Care Act would have taken effect, which requires insurance. So I don't know. It, it, this is just political mumbo-jumbo, and at the end, the average guy is going to get yeah, the, the guy that works at Walmart or McDonald's or whatever, you know, the, the guy who has an honest job and, and who's not necessarily sponging off welfare, or if he is, at least is holding down a job. I mean, that's something else. Why does why do the owners of Walmart get to be the five richest people in America when they won't employ their workers, share their money, and we have to pay welfare and health care for their kids? You know, we the, we the taxpayer. And when I say we, I think I mean me. I don't know what happens to your taxes now, you, you expatriate you, but... Oh, I still pay taxes. Oh, that's awesome. You live there, but you pay taxes. You, I get to pay taxes in two countries now. Oh, that's... Now, now don't you feel like a conservative? I sure do. Well, hey, you know, I, 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 I know. Let's, let's find out what they do with this. Uh, you know, you hate, you hate to say that maybe common sense will prevail, but we're talking about Congress. So that's that's completely out of the out of there the. There hasn't been any common sense on health care since the very beginning. You know, it's just I, I, I don't I don't honestly know what the answer is. Um, but I know that we're not close anyway. Um, that That's my personal opinion on that. Um, you know, the other thing I. <laughs> The other thing I couldn't resist, I don't know what else what else you've got, but um, I, I, other than the salute, which I cannot wait to get to, I can't believe. <laughs> I kept seeing references to that guy. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm cutting ahead. Stay tuned, folks. Once again, you'll love this. But Kirby. Seeing Kirby. References, yeah, don't, don't, Kirby. Give, don't give it away. Don't give it away. Don't give it away. But, you know, make them, make them stay to the end. But, you know, but the, Kirby. I, I've been seeing... I've been seeing references to this story all week, and I, I just, um, I, I didn't click on them. I don't know why. Then you sent me the link, and I'm like, oh, my God, I missed the best party in town. But I did pick up one more article that I want to go, <laughs> go back to. Um, Where did we go? <laughs> it's two of my favorite things, Jim. It's two of my France favorite and Putin. France and Putin, exactly. There's a giant Christmas tree outside of Paris's Notre Dame Cathedral. This year, it was a gift from the Russian government. A Russian diplomat called it a symbol of unity between Christian peoples. Some Parisians were outraged. Others, like Michel Henry, shrugged it off. À la France, bon, euh, voilà. 
Is there really any harm in Putin buying France a Christmas tree? For NPR News, I'm Eleanor Beardsley in Paris. Hey, this is actually, I'll get back to your tree, but this is actually pretty timely, seeing as uh, two days ago it was old Christmas, according to the Julian Carroll. Oh my goodness, right, they just celebrated Christmas in Russia. I, I, you know, I forgot about, well, they, I guess they redid that after the revolution, but Putin bought the Christmas tree in front of Notre Dame this year. I want a tree like Putin, one that will never fall down. I want a tree like Putin. <laughs> a French Christmas purchased by Vladimir Putin. That, that is the late Christmas present that I was looking for to see. Over to look outside, see a bottle of vodka. <laughs> well, there was on every single branch. <laughs> right in front of each of the lights was a bottle of vodka. They just shined and glittered clear crystal lights dancing across Notre Dame Square. It kind of looks like stars, Bobby. <laughs> and it kind of tastes like Polish tractor fuel, kid. But do you have a paid-for symbol crash sound effect to put there? Oh, sure. <laughs> Consider it done. <laughs> um, anyway... I, you know, we we we've, we actually the little the little timer that I keep to keep it was when we should have stopped. Yeah, that's right. That should be we're out. But we're going to give ourselves a few extra minutes this week, but not many. I'm going to put four more minutes back on the clock, Jim, because we cannot fail. Kirby to do our salute this week. Kirby, I'm going to sit back for a few minutes and let you give us the introduction. This is beautiful. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this week, MWMB salutes a, a Frederick County, Maryland city council member. His name is Kirby. Wow, what is it? Delauter. Delauter? Delauter. Delauter. I think it rhymes with slaughter. Kirby. Delauter. Delauter. That should have been your nom de plume. I'd be back. Oh, so, anyway, Kirby who is a let's let's go back to he is a city council member therefore a public figure <laughs> he threatened a local reporter with a lawsuit for using his name in a story without permission oh by the way i will add his name in that story was mentioned how many times um at uh, once once <laughs> oh but not since then. <laughs> yes, suddenly he has become internationally famous and not just a massive broadcast outlet like MWMB. This man has made NPR, The Washington Post, Facebook. You know, he, he is just, you know, he's high and low. He's become famous. <laughs> So, yeah, so she was right. I don't even remember what the article was about. Oh, parking Parking. issue. Parking about parking. And she... uh, An earth-shattering topic that should have been covered in more depth by the likes of Edward R. Murrow. Well, obviously it was big in Frederick County, Maryland. Uh So she used the guy's name. He's a city count... My God, can you imagine if uh, George W. Bush... Sued you every time you use his name. (laughs) Every time you use his name, sued you. No, no, no. I didn't say you could say that. Anyway, so the editorial the next day after he threatens her in the paper starts off with Kirby DeLorder, 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 Kirby DeLorder. 
I'm not going to steal their thunder because they were really funny. But if you get a chance, go find the link. I'll see if I can post it in, on our podcast page or our Facebook page. But the uh, Frederick News post, the full editorial was great because they talk about, they actually went online and found a, they, they were thinking maybe they could use like an anagram or his initials or something like that. They actually, they actually found some online programs for anagrams. And what was the other one? Uh K K D, you know, or K De Law, they were gonna call him K De Law, uh, you know, like a rapper, you know. <laughs> or the city councilman formerly known as Kirby DeLauder. With, with all apologies to Harry Potter, he who must not be named. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, that 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 is that is just awesome, and you know, an oddly appropriate bookend. Um, yeah, he wrote to the reporter. He said I, he wrote on a Facebook, which he pulled down, but he wrote to her. I just love this. He wrote, "I let her know that after her hit piece during the election, when she bellis twisted and downright lied about what we discussed for the article, that she was never supposed to contact me again. She could have earned my respect, but she showed me that she'd sell her soul for the liberal agenda. So let." Let me be clear. Do not contact me and do not use my name in reference on unauthorized form in the future. You'll be paying for an attorney. You're right. Stop. We're mine. Sincerely, Kirby Sincerely public, Sincerely, public figure city councilman. Just to, now, is it surprised to you that this man is affiliated with a Tea Party? It isn't to me. Um, oh, and a Washington oh. Post blogger was also quoted. The NPR star Eugene Volokh uh, um, responded, and he said. Um, Dear Mr. Councilman, in our country, newspapers are actually allowed to write about elected officials uh, without their permission. It's a little avant-garde experiment, to be sure, but we've had some success with it. You might know it as the First Amendment. (laughs) Wow. Oh! (laughs) Whoa, God, I just saw a squirrel. Uh, (laughs) Maryland... The Maryland State song is the same tune as Oh Christmas Tree. <laughs> oh, Councilman, oh, Councilman, your name shall not be mentioned. <laughs> and Putin will send you a tree. You legislated anonymity. <laughs> your name's not known to, to you, you or me. me. <laughs> Oh, Councilman, oh, Councilman, your name shall not be mentioned. Oh, oh, I think we better close with this one. Well, it's beautiful. You know, we started off all down and depressed with with, with a free speech crisis in France, and we ended up all with a free speech laughing crisis. and esoterically disconnected from reality with a free speech crisis right here at home on our sunny shores. All right, I'm going out to Home Depot now buy a new lock. <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) You take care, Jim. I'll talk to you next week. Take care, Alex. Bye. I don't know, little bastard. (laughs) Exactly.